You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Say it loud, Podcast Network, where black and brown voices truly matter. It's just a thought, just a thought. my opinion. It's just a thought, just a thought. Get out your Welcome to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. And I'm so excited, guys. I get to, you know, flash back to a conversation I recently had with one of my favorite actresses. You may remember her as one of the stars of Orange is the New Black. And she's gone on to do some amazing things, including star in the new Lifetime film, Robin Roberts Presents Mahalia. Fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, make sure you guys catch it on DVR. But I wanted to allow you guys an opportunity to check out a conversation that I had recently with Danielle about the film and so much more during a taping of the Willie Moore Jr. show where I co-host such a great opportunity. So uh, here it is, guys. Check it out. My interview, my one-on-one with actress, super mom, singer, and all-around amazing woman, Danielle Brooks. And so, Danielle, I know I got you on the line. First off, how are you doing? What's going on? What is going on? I'm so happy to talk with you all today. Thank you for having me. Uh, You know, I'm actually in Vancouver. We shot Mahalia here in Vancouver. Mm. And afterwards, I was blessed to get another job here in Vancouver. So I've been stuck here for, which will be about eight, nine months. So uh, (laughs) I'm here. Yeah, it's it's like 630 in the morning, but I'm, I'm up. (laughs) <laughs> and how and how is that quarantine treating you up there in Canada? Because I've 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 heard through the grapevine it's a little aggressive up there in Canada. <laughs> it, it can be. It rains a lot. You know, it's chilly right now, but the weather's about to flip. But I've also had my daughter here with me during the time, so that's Aww. been really lovely. And we have a beautiful like it's like seawall where you can walk on the like by the water and stuff so we're making the most of it we're making the most of it cool well speaking of making the most of it i saw i saw the film and i have to tell you first of all congratulations mm-hmm. an amazing amazing oh job it, i'm talking when you talk about embodying somebody that's that's what you did in this film. Oh. So I, w- I want to give you your flowers while I have you on the line. But, you know, let's talk about, you know, how this role even came about for you. Was it something that you were in search of or was it something that found you? Yeah, well, the the bug got dropped in my ear by Miss Jennifer Hudson. It's funny, though, because mm. I talked to her about it. She's like, I don't remember. And I'm like, girl, you said this. But <laughs> but she she would come to my dressing room all the time when we were in Color Purple. And she would say, you know, Danielle, you sound like Mahalia Jackson. You should play mm. her. And it's crazy how life works in that way, where sometimes God will give you a seed to drop for somebody and it might not mean anything for you, but it opens mm. a door for someone else. And it really did open that door for me. And I just started manifesting, talking about it and, and just saying, I want to do this, want to do this. And then Kenny Leon, our great director, I just finished a show with before doing Mahalia we were sitting down in front of the public theater in New York. And I said, yo, I want to play Mahalia. And he was like, I want to direct it. And before you know it, 
he had somehow, I don't know who, what, where, but <laughs> Lifetime and Miss Robin Roberts got together and they had a script already ready to go and was like, you want to come on? I said, well, praise Jesus, we doing this. <laughs> well, you know, you talk about, you know, kind of being born for this and, and already God preparing and purposing you to do something like this. And so, I mean, you're no stranger to the church. Your father was is a deacon. Your mom's a minister. You know, how were you able to kind of infuse your experience in the church with preparing to do this role? Yes, that's a great question. I think the biggest thing I've taken away through playing her is that you cannot play at faith. You cannot mm. play at belief. You either know God or you don't. And it would take so yeah. much more work if I didn't have a relationship with God prior trying to play Mahalia Jackson because she was so in the word and so connected to God. So I'm, I'm grateful that it was easy in that part. You know, when you're yeah. singing How I Got Over or um, Come On Children, it, it just felt like I, I knew what that was. I knew where she was coming from um, because of my personal relationship with God. So it just, it really did align. That's, that's so good. And, and alignment is what the singing piece of this was, at least for me, when I experienced hearing you, it was, it was almost like it was hard for me to separate the two. And I'm not joking. Wow. Um, were you going, and, and I know you're no stranger to singing. We, you know, I know you know how to sing, but mm-hmm. how in particular did you have to prepare to sing like Mahalia and embody mm-hmm. that spirit? Because there's such a, a, a guttural, a humanity, a faith-based mm-hmm. and intensity about how she delivered that you really had to embody. So did you go through any vocal t- coaching to, to bring that out? Or like, how did you prepare in that way? Yeah, it was a little intimidating, to be honest. Like, you have so many incredible gospel singers out there, or singers, period. And, you know, for some reason, I got (laughs) into this. Uh, So there was a bit of intimidation, but I just had to, like, shake that off and know what God has already told me I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to do and step into it boldly. And so we went to Atlanta for a week, and we worked with a a great musical director, Matthew Head, from Atlanta, and... um, we got together and I told them, I'm, I'm here to work and we're going to do this until we get it right. Mm. And because I'm a perfectionist. And so we did. I, and I, I remember even telling Kenny Leon, our director, I said, Kenny, call your mama because his mother's probably like 90 something. And I said, call your mama. She'll tell us if we got it right. And she was like, mm. I don't know. We need more gut. And I said, we got more work to do. And he told me recently, he finally let her see a clip of it. And she started to cry. And she was like, y'all did it. Y'all actually did it. I was like, yes, we did. (laughs) You know, but I'm very honest. I got to, you know, keep it 100 with myself. If we haven't gotten it yet, I'm okay with continuing to cook and cook and cook until we Mm. bake that thing just right. So I hope that we did. And I hope that she's proud. That's good. You, you certainly did. And for me in watching the film, I was really in awe of the human, the human side that we see from mm-hmm. Mahalia Jackson. Oftentimes we um, we put our leaders, especially in faith, on these pedestals mm-hmm. um, and sometimes unknowing, you know, un- unknowingly and we dismiss their struggle. And so for me to be able to see how she struggled in her personal life and even in her faith to some degree, but still was able to come back around. What, what ultimate message do you want people to walk away with when we think about faith when they watch this film? Yes, that's, a, that's another great question. You know, we're human. We're human. We're going to make mistakes. 
I mean, we just saw Kirk Franklin. He had a moment. We're, yeah. we're not perfect. And that is yeah. okay. You know, you get back on your feet and, and you, you talk to God and ask for forgiveness and you do better, you know? And yeah. I feel like I, I always joke that I feel like Mahalia had a really great publicist because she did a great <laughs> job of keeping a great, you know, image about herself. Yeah. But there was so much going on that I don't even know that, you know, I had to search and search to find. Mm-hmm. And we found things of, you know, of course she, she was um, married several times. And at, at that time for a woman to continue to, or to get divorced was not something that was looked, you know, highly on. Yeah. And um, she had a lot of health issues. You know, she was a chef and cooked and she loved to cook, but she was not taking care of her body. You know, she would push yeah. herself too hard or she wasn't eating what she was supposed to, you know, she was stubborn. Um, but as she, at the end of the day, she really tried to walk right with Christ and, and, mm-hmm. and show love, which God is. And so I, I just like that portion about her is that we're not perfect, you know, yeah. but we, we try our best to do, do the right thing. Mm. And, and staying on the film, you know, early in the film, we, we kind of see um, and experience Mahalia Jackson kind of passing up on opportunities because it didn't necessarily mm-hmm. mesh with her values or, or what she felt that God was pushing her purposefully to do musically. Um, was there a time in your career that you had to make an unpopular decision because the opportunity just didn't feel right to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, so Kenny Leon directed me in Much Ado About Nothing on, um, at the public theater uh, mm-hmm. in Central Park. And he asked me to play um, Beatrice in Much Ado About Nothing, play the lead. And I wasn't making no money doing that. (laughs) Um, And I had an offer to be in this big Netflix movie. Mm. And I had to make a decision. Do I do this Netflix movie and doesn't really fulfill me that well? Or do I go and do Shakespeare in the Park where I'm not going to be making much and and not too many people outside of New York are going to even know about it? And my gut told me to go there because I knew that my purpose was greater than myself. I knew that this was a moment for black women, whether you plus size, skinny, whatever it is, that yeah. relate to me, women, period, that relate to me to say, I could play this part, too. I could do it, too. And so that was a moment I just had to go with my gut and, and go in an unpopular direction. When we look at the span of your career, when we look at all the amazing things that you're doing, have done, want to do, um, what ultimately do you want to, what do you want your daughter to, mm. to see when she looks at the totality of the woman you are professionally and personally? That's something that I think a lot about more and more as she gets older and as I'm like settling into motherhood. Yeah. I just want her to know that, her dreams, there's no, there's no limitation to what she is capable of doing. Whatever she wants truly is at her fingertips if she works hard for it and she, you know, and it aligns with whatever God wants her to do. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's limitless what we yeah. can do. And I think as, as people of color, sometimes the, we have had so many uh, dark clouds on, on that have just been put on us to not move forward, to like mm. feel like we can't, like to put limitations on ourselves because the world is messed up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like we got to break that and know that, yes, we can be um, wealthy spiritually, mentally, physically. We, we, we have, we are royal. We, like, I don't know, like 
that's just kind of how I just want her to think is to not mm-hmm. limit yourself. Just don't limit yourself. And speaking of no limits, we talk about the stage and the screen. You've, you've touched both in a major way. What does the next step, the next move look like for Danielle Brooks? Oh, there's a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to continue to, to um, produce. You know, I really, that, that's been the cool thing about working with Lifetime and Robin Roberts is them giving me this opportunity to see your ideas actually come to life and not just you talking and nobody doing anything. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool because I'm like, I actually have some really good ideas. Like this worked. <laughs> um, so I want to do more of that, you know, and I want to own my own business like Mahalia Jackson did. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm doing a, a show right now here in Vancouver called Peacemaker. So I'm doing my first action TV show where I get to like, you know, do work with guns and open <laughs> doors. And, like, it's fun. I'm having a blast. Uh, so I just want to continue to break barriers um, and, and, and I remind people, like, yeah, we, there's so much more we can do than the box that people put you in. Yeah, and, and you talk about that behind the scenes or behind the camera piece, I should say. And I know that you're extremely passionate about how Black women are portrayed and opportunities that we're able to afford in, in the entertainment industry. Is there a storyline that you really would love to help foster um, mm. as a Black creative or a storyline that you feel like hasn't been fleshed out enough as it relates to Black women that you'd like to see changed? That's such a great question. Like, I think people t- like, there are a few stories of like coming of age stories, but for me, I would want to see more for African-American women. Like, I don't think we talk enough about the African-American woman. I think Mm -hmm. we will branch off and talk about Africans or British ladies or whatever, but I just feel like we don't celebrate us enough. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's something that I would love, love to do is highlight the the array of different types of Black women and how we come about, how different we are. Because I think yeah. that's what gets lost in, in Hollywood is how different we all are. Where There's not one generic kind of African-American woman. So that's something I would love to remind people. <laughs> Facts. I love it. And how can people stay connected with you, Danielle, support this amazing film, but also all the amazing things that you're doing? Okay, so I have to remember all these handles because I, I really don't <laughs> be knowing them like that. Um, but I think I'm on Twitter. I think I'm the Danny B. And then on Instagram, Danny BB3. This is why I don't remember because my name, my handles are all over the place. Um, and uh, I have music out on my EP4 uh, that I put out about two years ago um, that you can listen to on all platforms. And I'm so excited to announce this first time I'm seeing it. We're doing a soundtrack for Mahalia. And so you can listen to it soon. (laughs) I'm excited about it. (laughs) That's amazing. Everybody make sure you check out Danielle Brooks. Okay. She, and and Danielle, let me, before I plug the film one more time, I just want to give you your flowers. You are phenomenal. And I'm so grateful that God chose you to really carry the mantle in the way that he has in this industry. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your excellence. And I I salute you today. So thank Thank you for that. You guys can check out Danielle Brooks, the star of Robin Roberts Presents Mahalia on Lifetime. 
Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sharina Cole, in association with Sharina Cole Media and the Say It Loud Podcast Network. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio.com. And make sure that you subscribe, share, and rate us. And also, tell a friend. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter. Same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole. S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y. Just a thought. Just a thought. It's my opinion. It's just a thought. Just a thought. Get out your feelings. Say it loud, Podcast Network, where black and brown voices truly matter. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.